Welcome back, everybody. It's your favorite Nigerian, Ugo, and I'm here with my two lovely co-hosts, Chris and Carly. Welcome them. Welcome them. If they want to talk, they can talk. I don't know, child. Don't fucking matter to me. But. Hi. I'm sorry. Oh, welcome. Welcome. (laughs) Hey, everyone. What's up? So, um, I don't want to just jump right into the episode yet. I kind of want to just, you know, do a little bit of a debrief, you know. Um, how are your weekends? My weekend was pretty, um, I would say. Hold on, Carly. Sorry. Hold on. Bitch, do you have a problem? Do I have what? Fix your face. Yeah, you. Me? The question itself had me thinking of my weekend. (laughs) Because Kristen literally looked like this in the camera. She said. Oh, and then okay. she started drinking. I'm I like, didn't peek um, that. That okay. was my response to my own weekend. That's why I took a well, sip to refrain to from my original, <laughs> to my original comment. That's all you it was. Need to, you need to preface shit like that because we could fight. We could get it popping. <laughs> I'm like, excuse me. <laughs> That's Sorry, so funny. Continue. Um, so yeah, my, my weekend was, uh, quiet, but productive. I redid my resume. I sent it out to places. I secured some interviews. And then also I was going to wait to drop this, but since it's like the podcast, I'll, I'll, I'll share. So I actually, no, 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 really, this is, this is, this is pretty big. big. No, no, no. It's pretty big. It's pretty big. So, um, I actually unexpectedly, uh, secured a feature in a billboard on Times Square. You're fucking Good for lying. you. How? Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. Wait, yeah. no. Well, that's a story that needs to be told because what the fuck? How? No, what the fuck? Because we were just talking like bullshit for like twenty minutes. Yeah, about nothing. About <laughs> and then we get on the mic two minutes. In. I know. I actually forgot all about it until you asked me about my weekend. You forgot like, all about that. The bitch, the bitch <laughs> forgot she was gonna be on a billboard. Child. I was still imagine. Imagine that being something that you could just forget wow. about. <laughs> what a grand life. Uh, yeah, no. Um, my roommate, she actually works for a photographer, a celebrity photographer, and he is commissioned to do a project. So um, she's been working on it very, very hard this entire weekend. I'm very, very proud of her. Um, but he's one who thinks of a lot of ideas. So um, he thought of an idea and I kind of fit the, the image for it. So I sent her some pictures, some videos, and he loved it. He loved it. He's definitely, um, I would say, one who's trying to cater to the stigma of like, you don't need models that are like skinny mini. You know what I mean? Like he's looking to be more versatile with who he has in his visions and projects. So yeah, I think it'll go live this week. I, I believe May 5th. We have to go to like a press event sometime this week for the reveal the of it. The bitch gotta go a to a press event. event. And <laughs> yeah. that's just something that she said. She? Yeah. We were talking about hair <laughs> and water for like it 25 was, minutes. Very, like, I'm very humble about it. I'm like, because my thing is like, I've seen it. It looks great, but it won't be real until I'm actually like, on like 47th or 42nd street, like actually seeing myself out there. So yeah. I'm excited. <laughs> I'm excited. Very unexpected, like spontaneous. Like she was like, she, she and I, we were home working all day together. 
just in the same space, not really talking, but just like in our own independent worlds. And it just happened literally like within a couple minutes of an, of an evening. And I was like, holy shit, I'm going to be on a billboard in Times Square. Oh, and a couple of other locations. But of course, Times Square is fucking Times Square. <laughs> so yeah. May is starting off great because like April was trash. So let's just shout out May starting off on a very great note. I Look hope you both blessings. can say the same. I hope Look you both can say the same. Blessings. Bitch, all I've been doing was spending money. Oh. That's it. <laughs> I mean, spending, doing I, I mean, yeah. I enjoy spending money. I don't like what happens after the money is spent, but feeling yeah, like, spending money is nice. Exactly. <laughs> I feel rich as hell. I'll be like, oh, yeah, bitch. I, um, I, it, it, it sounds broken here. Like, I don't know about y'all, but. <laughs> mm, I'm a little bit of broke. <laughs> <laughs> No, but I'm but really happy for you. After. Congratulations, Carly. That's really, really big. That's really Thank big. you. If you um I don't know if you guys remember, but it was the video I had taken on my birthday weekend. I was in a green dress. I had my short natural hair and a bob. I was like, I was like dancing in front of the camera a little bit, if you guys remember that video on my story. But that's the one that's gonna be in it. And I like that one because that was a video I've taken. That was the first time I ever really showcased my natural hair on Instagram, which may sound like a like not that big of a deal, but it's a big deal to me. No, it's like, big. It's a you big know what deal. I mean. If it's yeah, something like, that you've never been like fully like confident and like reassured in, that's a big yeah, moment for sure. I had the locks in for a while, and it had been a very very long time since I had seen my natural hair, and I was so proud of the length and the growth. Like I had never. I almost was in tears when I went to my hairdresser back home. Like I have never seen my hair that length since like middle school, bro. Honestly, it had been years since I've seen my hair like that. So I was like, damn, this looks nice. I had, I had bought a wig that weekend to wear. I was like, if my natural hair looks bad, I'm gonna just throw the wig on. And I was actually very confident in my natural hair and I wore it out and I was proud about it. So. (laughs) And look you at what that happiness it. and confidence got you. You about to be got a whole a model <laughs> out here. Look at that. Look at God. <laughs> Did you put that on your resume? You could. You could. Damn. You know what? <laughs> you, could sure, swipe right? yourself, you could swipe yourself up a whole lot of opportunities with that one line on your resume. I'm telling you, you could. <laughs> I, I, you know what? I really should. I've done, I've done some other work for him before, too, like voiceover work. But this is like the most that I've ever, this is the first time that I'm ever really going to see my contribution like in front of my face. So this is really interesting. I'm not going to lie. God bless. And look at you. You was on Twitter just a few days ago saying that you wasn't going to say not one word to nobody for the whole oh, month no, of May. Still, and now look at you. Look no, at you. I really yeah. want to I'm still on group. that. I'm still on that because I really want to crack down and just grow a bit more disciplined in in myself and like, you know, just some personal goals I have for myself, like in regards to getting fit, getting healthier, but also just kind of bettering my projects and stuff like that, because I'm going on vacation in July and I want that being the first vacation that I'm taking in, I believe about three, four years, first time I'm leaving the country, I think that would feel a bit more rewarding if I went hard right now. 
you know what I mean? And actually had something to take a break from. So I want to hustle. I want to lock down. I want to keep my head under, ra- under the radar and just kind of grind independently so that when I do take a break, it's like, Carly, you deserve this. You've been hustling that hard for two months straight. Like, go ahead. Enjoy yourself. <laughs> no, I don't know that one. I'm not laughing with you on that one. Please. No. <laughs> yeah. if, if I can live a life of just ease and rest. I don't care. Even if I have vacation next week and I'm resting all week, I'm still going on vacation, bitch. I'm going on vacation. I still deserve it. I need a vacation for my vacation. (laughs) I'm not about to overwork myself just to go enjoy a goddamn vacation that I didn't already pay for. Exactly. Because, like, think about it, right? Like, we're all the same age right now. And in, like, the grand scheme of, like, how much we actually have to work in our lives mm-hmm. we're literally just starting like if i feel like i want to take a break yeah, right now knowing i have like 30 plus more years of having to work and grind and shit, and that's considering that's like by i don't not by law but like that's what i have to do in order for me to get like a retirement like so if i know i have all of these years bitch i'm going to relax when i want to relax because i'm not even 30 yet so, like, you're telling me that I have to work another one of my whole entire lifetime. I can't even remember what I did this day last year. Like, I'm, I need it. I need it. But at the end of the day, bitch, like, you're going to be a model on vacation. So, look, y'all don't want to get me talking about working because I just got put on to the Greece. Sh- hmm? You going to Greece? Where are you going? I'm going Somewhere to Aruba. Fabulous. Aruba. Oh, bitch. She got money. Yeah, it must be nice. Oh, no, nah, not even. Not even. Nice. <laughs> Look at that dance. <laughs> I'm so mad. We're going on vacation literally a week apart, bro. We That's are? I, yeah. I don't know where I'm going. I might be going to Aruba, bitch. That's what I'm saying. Maybe I was like, you there. <laughs> you said that it was a surprise vacation. I was like, is it surprise we're going to so-and-so? Or is it surprise we're going on vacation, but you're not going to know until we're actually there? Aren't those the same thing? Well, no, because he could surprise you like, hey, surprise, <laughs> we're going on a vacation to Mexico. But then the other instance would be, hey, surprise, we're going on vacation. I'm not going to tell you yet. You're just going to find out when we get there. Well, I mean, since she knows that she's going on a vacation, then it would be the second oh, one. Oh, yeah. Okay, I, that's bad. why I'm like, I don't get this question. <laughs> my bad. I've been, t- I, listen, I'm about two Mike's, Mike Hards, Mike's Hards in. <laughs> Oh my God! What did you put in them? I have a list. No, bitch. It was Mike's. Mike's. She said, "I have two Mike's. 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 Mike's I don't like the fact that this camera's on. (laughs) The camera's on every every single week. But you guys know. Never mind, Chris. How was your weekend? My weekend was a roller coaster of emotions. <laughs> roller coaster. Not like even like I wasn't sad or anything. It was just mad shit occurred and like I didn't expect any of this. So I was like, what the fuck is going on? Like not to get into the specifics because it was quite personal on behalf of this person, but like I was like, why the fuck is all of this going on? But I got to celebrate a friend's birthday uh, this weekend. So, like, that was really nice. It was nice seeing everybody. Uh, but, like, other than that, it was just all over the place. Like, most of it just didn't feel right. So I'm just happy to, like, start the week with a fresh new slate. And 
I mean, I, I record with you guys every Monday. So it's like, this is like a good like mental reset. We could hop on the mic. We could talk our shit and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, I don't, my, I'm not a model. Like I didn't get cast to be a model. I'm not going to be on nobody's billboard. So I didn't have that kind of weekend, you know, but like, I'm just happy to be here and be present because like that shit was just a lot. <laughs> That's all. Carly, why did I feel like, because I wasn't looking at the camera when Kristen was talking, but when I looked back, it was just a lot of motion. Because she was moving. I was just, I was just opening up a window, getting some air in here. That's all. I'm like, what the hell is going on? You know, she likes to be one with nature, so. As long as y'all know, as long as y'all know, I was thinking about my farm the other day. I love that people know about my farm. I love that y'all know because I'm so serious about it. I want, I cannot wait. Like that thinking about it brings me such a sense of serenity and calmness. Mm. You going to tackle the pigs in the dirt? First of all, that's not even, see, I'm not even going to answer that because that's wait, not so even. Where do you want to live? Like, <laughs> no, well, see, I envision, I anticipate um, having properties in like a couple different areas like she said adulthood. properties with an s i know that's yeah. right yeah this bitch hopped on a billboard and said she want to change it to i am that podcast because <laughs> i no, uh, she wants to change it to i am that like <laughs> she said properties i don't know if y'all can relate but if you can't i mean y'all can leave the podcast if you want to <laughs> only rich bitch energy in here that's handled by the pro version of the account that we used to record. <laughs> Period. <laughs> Not y'all getting me you together know, like that. Said, What's a f- subscription payment? Let me just pay that shit in full Please. right now. Nah, if anybody's on that bag talk, it's Chris and Ugo. Y'all better stop playing with me. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. Rent was due what yesterday? I'm broke. I'm broke. <laughs> That's new. When I said I've been spending money all May, it's because it of that. Bills. <laughs> it was bills, yeah. I'm not spending no money this month, bro. I already told myself it's very You're conscious liar. spending May. I need to prepare myself. I Carly. really I better not see you out your house on Instagram at all. No, on God, I'm not. Mm-mm. What did you do yesterday? Spend money. What? That's different. <laughs> I was linking with a friend who I haven't seen in over like I could have sworn I saw Carly. Out and about yesterday. That's Sunday, different. Sunday. That was a Anne Marie, occasion. why don't we fall in love walking down yes. the street? Well, that's last different. Well, her little last bun. Uh, our mutual friend got engaged. We were celebrating. Who were you celebrating? Each other or the friend? <laughs> 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 she said our mutual friend. Was that the mutual friend? Where no, no, no. We are all just we all just laughing and singing about how your friend got engaged without her or him there. I only saw two people. <laughs> we were we were overjoyed in each other's company about our mutual friend. So we went out to brunch. <laughs> so we went out to brunch because no. we were so happy for her. <laughs> <laughs> no because i just know that if i just got engaged and you came on the podcast and said oh me and Ugo just went out it's dropped bags because 
I got engaged and I wasn't there, I would be like, excuse me. Carly, explain yourself because I'm just confused. I saw the story. I only saw two people. Two people. Where was the celebrant? (laughs) Um, She was busy being like happy. (laughs) Being being engaged. She was happy being engaged. That's exactly what it was. No, Ayo, that's, that's really it. That's the episode. I'm done because this is only 15 minutes. I feel like we've been recording. <laughs> I am real life crying. Oh my I God. really am crying too, actually. By really the am. way, that restaurant was great. Where'd you go, Carly? Cache Vino. It's on 2nd Ave. Wonderful brunch, unlimited mimosas or bellinis, $25 each person. Um, it's an Italian inspired brunch. Great pasta, great pasta. It was cooked al dente perfection. The vodka sauce was. Mwah. Mm-hmm. Is that all you eat here? I was about to say, here you comes know. the pasta bike on the. It's podcast. not my. I don't know fault. why she calls herself the curry goat connoisseur. Not pasta, uh, pasta princess. No, That's no, 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 no. It's really the carb connoisseur because I love carbs. Like I love pasta and rice i could give up bread no problem but pasta and rice are my weakness i i i I could give up pasta guys okay hold on i gotta start the episode okay my bad my bad because i was about to sit here and go into why (laughs) yeah me too too. let's bring it back in so is everyone prepared everyone has their vice of choice oh yeah Yeah, it's gonna be a doozy this week all right so last week y'all Carly then opened up her big ass mouth and was like, we're going to do a series. We're going to do a four series. I'm like, this bitch set me up because she took the good topics. I said, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) So last week we were kind of able to, uh, I guess, have a great discussion. A cool, it was an okay discussion led by the carb connoisseur over there, whatever. Uh, You okay? I'm great. Thanks for asking. Oh, okay. I thought you, uh, there was like a lot of neck jerk motion. Thought you had it. Oh, okay. Um, but basically last week we had a discussion about beauty and social media and, you know, how they intertwine via, I guess, BBLs, lipo, and what else? Filters. Snapchat filters, I believe. So um, that was a cool discussion. Um, I feel as though this week I wanted to kind of have a little bit more of an introspective look at beauty and um, kind of wanted to just pick you guys' brains about it because I don't got nothing else to do tonight. Shit. So here we go. Let's get right into it. So the first question I have is, y'all know me. What is beauty to you guys? Beauty to me is feeling confident within your own skin, um, being accepting of your differences, your flaws, um, even furthermore, finding beauty within them, Um, accepting and finding beauty in the fact that you're an individual who looks nothing like the next person and um, working with that, you know, fighting what complements you, your figure, your skin, whatever, and using that in different ways to just further elevate you. That's what beauty means to me. For me, I just think that beauty, whether inner or outer beauty, is something that's like pleasing to somebody, right? Because 
if you look at something and it makes you feel good or if somebody feels good about something, then it can be seen as beautiful. Um, if it catches your eye, if like it's it's something that you favor or something that you're proud of or something. Um, and like I said, it could deal with both inner and outer beauty, but that's what I think beauty is. I don't think there's like a set, like a set definition, but I feel like as long as it's just pleasing, then it's beautiful. Yeah. I definitely feel like beauty. Well, yeah. Beauty is subjective. I hear that all the time. I don't know if it's just the voices in my head or if it's people actually that say that, but, um, I I definitely agree with what you're saying, Kristen. I just kind of wanted to, like, that's kind of like my next question. What are some of the factors that, I guess, frame your definition of beauty? Because there's so many different things. Like, I can look at something and I'm thinking, oh my God, it's the most beautiful thing. Or a person. I mean, I look at myself and I think, oh my God, I'm the most beautiful thing in the world. Some people actually, let's use somebody else. Who can we say? People can look at Carly and make me Oh, absolutely <laughs> oh, not. Absolutely. I will God. leave this conversation right now. We are not going to do hashtag that. Period. Hashtag that. <laughs> but no. Um, that was obviously just a joke before y'all start getting all in your panties. You listeners gonna be like, oh, she's so mean. And I, I saw what y'all fucking voted on the um <laughs> I, can't I, would, I would like to say that I'm just so happy that everybody truly understands that like, I am mean. Thank you. I was, I was, I was kind of wondering said, thank you. how anybody would even think to vote for me, but I saw that somebody voted for me. I actually wonder, maybe it was y'all. Maybe it was y'all trying to balance it out. No, let's we talk voted about each that. other. We had a conversation. We voted each other. That's okay. how we know you don't read the group chat. <laughs> She was too busy doing rich bitches. I don't know what y'all have burner accounts and was like, you know what, let me vote Carly, 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 Carly. We got Galacta Horse. That's what we got. Anyway, what the fuck was I just saying? What do I do? You were using me as an example, but then we promptly got you to stop. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Bitch, call me. Anyway. (laughs) Um, Anyone can look at one thing and feel as though it's not beautiful. Whereas another person can look at it and think it's the most beautiful thing in the world. So I kind of just wanted to ask you guys, sorry, child, it's not Corona. I got my vaccine. Don't worry. What do you think frames your definition of beauty? Wow. Um, I mean, like I said before, like if it pleases me, because I feel like if something like hasn't, ugly side of it uh or if it's rooted in like bigotry or like like shamefulness or anything like that I don't necessarily think that those are things that I would characterize as beautiful um if it kind of aligns with my morals or my values and it could be just something as simple as like the color is pretty the pattern's pretty Bitch, you did your makeup well. Your edges are laid. The suit is tailored nicely because let me tell you, a man in a nice tailored suit, it's a beautiful thing. You know what I mean? But yeah, like it just has to 
align with the things that I just like and the things that I appreciate about people and things. So yeah, I think that's it for me. Like, I don't know, thinking of like what things go into being beauty, like knowing that anything can be beautiful is such an interesting question. But I think that kind of summarizes everything really. I I absolutely can agree with that. You know, upon you posing the question, I kind of felt myself stumped because I feel as though my approach is um, naturally to, to try and find beauty in, in, in everything if I can, um, especially me being a creative and being a visual person. Like, it's very easy for me to find the beauty in something um, upon first glance, upon sitting with it, whatever. I feel like saying I like what I like wasn't it wouldn't be an appropriate answer to that. So I like the fact that Chris pretty much explained what I was feeling. Um, but in in the grand scheme of things, yeah, I just feel as though I don't know. It's it's subjective. It's really it's really it's something. I don't know. You can really find beauty in any in anything. There's not much of not much of a criteria. You know, it's it, if it pleases you, if it evokes some type of um response within you that's lighthearted, that's that's welcoming. Like I think, yeah. I honestly don't even know how to answer that question. Like when I when I was typing it, I was like, shit, I hope these bitches got some good answers. And you guys did. Um I feel like um I agree with both of you, but a big thing that frames what I would see as beautiful are the things that I'm looking at. Um because I could be looking at a pile of shit. I'm not going to say, oh, you know, it's beautiful. It's so pretty. I'm finding joy in this and all of that. Um, and it's not to say that, you know, it's a negative thing or a bad thing to do that. But, like, it's all dependent on what's surrounding you. And, and <clears throat> even take that in, like, the, sorry, child, it's a smoker's cough. I'm trying to smoke and, and record. It, I, I'm falling apart over here, okay? <laughs> I don't know who told me to roll up when it's my turn to host the episode. Anyways. <clears throat> Even if you take it in like a, a larger um, scheme, saying the things that you see around you are gonna is basically what's gonna frame what you feel is beautiful and what you what you feel isn't beautiful. So I kind of wanted to ask you what um, images of beauty that you guys see during your childhood, like growing up. What were some of the things that you were surrounded by? So I'm gonna be very very honest, like. I don't think I really understood the concept of what beauty was until I was probably in like middle school. Like, I feel like everything that I liked was just like the standard. I like blank because it was a very elementary kind of view on something. Like, I don't think I really encompassed, like like I said, even to this day, like it was, it was hard for me to even come up with the values are like the characteristics of what beauty is. So when I was younger, it was really like a very elementary and juvenile type of thing. I like this and I don't like this. Um, so if I had to go back in time and like pick out those things, it would be very, very juvenile things like, um, and very general things like flowers are beautiful. Um, certain colors are beautiful. Um, my mom, I always thought my mom was pretty. So my mom is beautiful. Like things that obviously still stand true to this day, but 
as a kid, I'm like, I wasn't even thinking about the word beautiful, I don't think. And I don't want to get too deep into it. I think this will probably be a conversation for another day, maybe even later today. But like, because I've also just struggled with self-beauty myself, like I couldn't even tell you what beauty was when I was a kid. It was just a matter of like, if I liked it or if I didn't like it. So I wish I had a more prolific and more beautiful answer to this question, but unfortunately, I don't think I do. Do you think that that like, that changed though throughout your childhood as you got older? Did that change for you? Yeah. Like when I was in middle school, I started to realize like what beauty actually was to me, which is like the definition that I gave earlier. So then I was able to start saying things like, oh, I think how certain colors match on my skin tone is really pretty. I think that this flower matched with this flower is really pretty. Like my idea of what I liked became more complex and more specific to my tastes and things that made me feel good. Um, And then obviously as I got older, um, college into now, it was more so like, you know, self beauty, um, beauty of people, stuff like that. And I was able to more so appreciate things that I otherwise probably either turned a blind eye to or negated in myself because I didn't like have the best self beauty moments when I was younger. Now that I'm older, I'm able to more so appreciate them. But And I couldn't even tell you what the turn was, probably just me becoming more mature or me just becoming more confident and self-aware of myself. But it's it's just interesting now that you answer the question to see how I went from such like a juvenile, I like this and I don't like this, to like being able to formulate actual definitions of beauty based off of things that I actually do like. For myself, I would say that I, for a good couple years within that period of high school, um, even really middle school into high school, I would say, when it came to beauty, I wasn't approaching that looking at myself. I was approaching beauty in outward circumstances. I was able to find the beauty in other things. It wasn't really until college that I really kind of um, started learning how to love myself and find find beauty in myself. And I kind of attribute that to the fact that, you know, growing up, I didn't, growing up, there was a lot of lack of representation around me. So I didn't really, I didn't see many people that looked like me. So therefore I didn't really know how to, you know, find beauty in myself. I found myself again, back then, not knowing any better, being naive again, my environment, I found myself wanting to look like others. So being able to find beauty in myself, that was something that I struggled with. I was able to find beauty in other things. Um, you know, I was able to find beauty in solitude. <laughs> you know what I mean? Nobody was checking for me. Nobody was looking for me. I was able to, I spent a lot of time by myself. I was able to find beauty in being alone. Um, I would be outside a lot. You know what I mean? Um, I would, I, I would find beauty in being outside with nature, being outside, looking at the sky, looking at sunsets, enjoying nighttime, um, going on walks, such like that. But it really wasn't until I would say kind of entering like 18, 19, like that year, college and such like that, that I really was able to sit down and say to myself, hey, 
let's look at you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Let's, let's take a minute and just look at you. You're different. You have this figure, you have this frame, um, you have these features, you have these flaws. Let's take a moment to appreciate them and understand the fact that they're not going to change and they shouldn't have to, you shouldn't want them to, you know what I mean? There's beauty in this and let's, let's sit down and accept it. I feel like the the thing that is craziest to me when I'm thinking of the, the, I guess, the standards of beauty that I've seen or the images of beauty, it was it was almost like conflicting. Um, for example, like throughout middle school, high school, whatever, um, I'm looking at the media showing pictures of like skinny girls, skinny girls in this, that, like I'm trying to be my skinniest, do all of that, look my best, what I think is my best. And then when I would go home, um, my mom would be like, you're too skinny. Like, look at your collarbones. Like, don't you know you're like, we want you to gain weight, like all of this stuff. So it was really conflicting, I guess, images, um, that as time went on, I was able to child somehow, some way. I don't know. I don't even know if I did, if I was able to navigate through it because look at me now, but, um, it's something that I guess changes with age. And, um, to even tie back to your point, Chris, like, it's funny to look back and just like compare, like, okay, it started off. I think that this is beautiful. You know, when I was younger, I thought that this was so pretty. Now that I'm older, I think that this is the standard of beauty and whatever, but do you guys find that your standards of beauty are influenced by society at all? Okay, so this is a good question because the like the the conscious person in me wants to say no, but then I really think about it, and I feel like I would be lying to myself if I said that it would be a hundred percent no. Like it's impossible, right? Because it's like there's so many things. Like social media is just so prevalent and just so in our face that it's one of the main ways and the most accessible ways for us to even see certain things. Like if I was somebody who didn't have social media, and then on top of that, I was somebody who was like an introvert and just didn't like being around people and stuff like that. Like what avenues would I have to be able to know? how to compare certain things to even know what beautiful is. You know what I mean? So for me, it's like I could go on social media and I can appreciate a whole lot of things. I find a lot of beauty in things like whether it's people, whether it's things that people wear, whether it's aesthetic images that I look at, like all of this. And it has to influence me in some way, because if it's not that it's like controlling my own narrative of beauty, it's at least also telling me what I don't like as well. You know, so it's like if I know that I like this kind of hairstyle on this woman, like it might not be that this is like the only hairstyle that I'm going to love and it's so beautiful that I'm going to try it on myself. But it might make me self-aware that, yeah, that might look good on Ugo. It might look good on Carly, but it really might not look good on me. And that's okay, though. Like it could still be beautiful, but just not beautiful for me to do. So I can't really sit here and say like, no, social media is just, you know, it's just a bunch of pictures and you have your own standard of beauty. You have your own way of beauty. Like, yes, that's true. But also it's like, 
we have these kind of things for a reason. Like we interact with certain things for a reason. We like things for a reason. We don't like things for a reason. And I feel like it would be, it would behoove me, shout out to Ugo. It would behoove me to think that all of these devices and all of these pictures that are in my face have nothing, like have no influence on anything that I actually feel. So I want to say no, but like 25%. Yeah. Very, very well said, Chris. Um, that, that was, that was very spot on. The first answer that kind of came to mind, the, the first approach that came to mind in reverse answering that question for me was that I, I was influenced to say no, because I feel as though, let me put it like this. I'm always very pleasantly surprised to see that whatever I share on social media that I find beautiful, that other people find it beautiful as well. Because I think I have a very, um, I don't know, different eye compared to most, I feel like. You know, I like weird shit. Most people might look at what I find beautiful as peculiar. I don't know. But I just feel as though... Like I even find it, you, I even find myself sometimes apprehensive before I, I would find myself sometimes apprehensive to share things that I find beautiful on social media. Cause I would wonder like, I wonder if anybody else would think this, that this is beautiful too, or, or that this is interesting. Nah, they would probably find this weird. Like, you know what I mean? So naturally to answer your question, I would say no. I, I, but then again, I, I, I do see it being a little bit naive to be hundred percent outright saying no. So there is a bit of a percentage there in regards to no and yes. But for me, I would say more so no. I'm always pleasantly surprised to see that someone um, received something that I'm sharing in the same way that I received it as well. Yeah. I, I feel like anybody who says like, oh no, it doesn't, it doesn't influence me. You're a liar. Like you're lying. You're not, there's no way you could be that woke. Like if it's not social media, you, you still are inundated with some type of societal norm, like on the, I guess, beauty expectation or whatever. So I don't want to hear it. I don't care. Don't nobody start lying because I'm going to get upset. But if we can all agree that, you know, um, I guess society has an impact on what we feel is beautiful. What do you think our role is as Black women on the standards of beauty? Oh man, you done got me answering all these introspective ass questions. And <laughs> this I'm is a very introspective y'all. episode. I'm like, I damn, I thought it was guys. gonna be lighthearted. This is like nah, chum, bitch. Chum. <laughs> I know y'all I know I said we was gonna talk about dick, but surprise, bitch. Yeah, surprise <laughs> hell. Because <laughs> my God, I was here like, okay, I could get a little tipsy early. Right, like, I was yeah, like, I can't yeah. even pour my other glass. We about to get into the meats right. and potatoes of this. Okay. Oh, God. All right. But I feel like my job as a Black woman is to understand that in most cases, we're always going to be the underdog. You know, you it will be the most beautiful to me or the most like aesthetically flawless Black woman. And you put her against Katie from next door. And Katie from next door still has a better chance, even though Katie next door to what my standard of beauty would be pales in comparison to 
this black woman, you know, like to, for me, like my, my responsibility as a black woman is to understand that there will be a disadvantage, but to not let said disadvantage shape your framework of what you still believe beauty is as a black woman. Like if somebody comes up to you and tells you, you don't look pretty, da 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 da. Yes, beauty is in the eye of the beholder, and I understand that. But you as a black woman, you're still beautiful. If somebody if you're going into a casting call and it's you versus X amount of people um, who are white or other races and ethnicities, like if you go up against them and you don't get this role. I want to ha- I want my responsibility to just say that just because you didn't get this role your beauty is not like you, like your standard of beauty and your actual beauty doesn't go away. Like it's like a consciousness to know that like we're always going to be at a disadvantage, but with that disadvantage you just have to be mindful that you are still beautiful. And I try to make it be known to like my fellow black women, because first of all, like we're going to be a few days out from you guys listening to this episode, but like we just got the photos back from uh, Ugo's housewarming and it was just a bunch of beautiful black women in the picture. And like, even to the point that like I had people DMing me, like how are there's so many beautiful women in one picture type shit. Yeah. And I'm like, and my answer was literally because black women, like that was my answer, you know? And it's like, it could be a, but like I said, a bunch of Katie's from next door in the picture, but that, and just because all these Katie's from next door in this, in this world of, Oh, like European standard of beauties or whatever the fuck that means. Like if these are the people who are going to be seen as beautiful to the masses, that should not negate or dim a light on the fact that this picture of, of black women isn't still beautiful. So that's my responsibility. I think, you know, what's funny, the fact that, you know, well, it's not funny. It's actually really sad. The fact that I agree with you, Kristen, but that's not the funny or sad part. I'm sorry. I'm trying to just get my thoughts but the fact that you mentioned that we're like the underdog but in the same at the same time I feel as though black women are the blueprint of literally everything like I was just about to say that yeah I didn't want to go on a tangent yeah (laughs) but it's no they they kind of work together or in a way they shouldn't but they do like we are overlooked, but then at the same time, when it's time, when it comes to setting trends and setting the standards of beauty and what to expect, they look to black women and then they copy it. Like that's literally, like it's crazy. I was going to ask you guys, like keeping in mind what Chris said. Yes, it is true. Naturally, we are at a disadvantage, but does it kind of help you guys further solidify your confidence as a black woman, knowing that? There are women out there literally paying thousands of dollars, literally risking their lives to go under the knife to obtain features that we already have. Does that kind of, does that kind of further solidify the fact that you got it like that? Because it it does for me, I'm not going to lie. You know what I mean? And then, you know, oh, sorry. Mm -hmm. No, I was just going to say like keeping in mind 
full transparency, these features of mine that I love oh so much now, growing up, I was not embracing them to my fullest ability. I was very shameful of my thighs. My mom had to sit me down and tell me, Carleen, these thighs run into run in the family. Like, don't get mad at the fact that you got thick thighs. It's just, it comes from my side. I'm sorry. Like, you just gonna have to live with it. But thick thighs was something that I was very upset to have when I was younger. You know what I mean? Same. Having a wagon. I did my... Okay, my wagon. Sister, okay, my wagon. Sister, no, my sister. Like, what the every fuck time, is a wagon? Like, every time my sister and I would like be going at it or whatever, you know, whenever I would enter the room, you know that song, "Watch Out for the Big Girl." Watch out for the big girl, because my sister she's slimmer than I am, so she would always sing that song when I would be coming around. And it's just like growing up being full figured, like that's not something that I was happy about. But having curves now, I'm so blessed to have. Again, women are literally risking their lives to go onto the knife to obtain these features that we naturally were born with. That's grand. That is so rich. You know what I mean? <laughs> so it's like we're at a disadvantage, but are we? I, I don't know. Niggas be picking and choosing, though. You know what I mean? Like, what do you mean? They pick, like they be picking and choosing when those features are acceptable, right? Mm, talk and about it. Like, just because, like, it could be, like, the same exact shit. Like, even to the to the effect of how weight looks on certain people. Mm-hmm. Like, they pick and choose when that's okay. They pick and choose when a tall girl is acceptable. They pick and choose when big titties are acceptable. They pick and choose when weight is acceptable. They pick and choose all of this kind of shit. You know what I mean? And obviously, I'm not a white woman, so I'm not tapped into how white women view I mean white men view their white women but as a black woman that's another actual answer to your question Ugo because for me to be a black woman is also to be cognizant that like I have to also support my fellow black women in the at the hands of what black men will tell them period because I'm like even like the three women that are on this podcast our body types are all different like our skin types are different. Our features are different. Our hair is different. The way that we do our faces, or for me, lack thereof, are different. <laughs> but like, we all are still beautiful people. And you're not going to sit here and tell me that Ugo's beautiful, Carly's beautiful, but I'm not. Or you're not going to tell me that I'm beautiful, but either of my friends are not. Because, like, one, who the fuck are you? First of all, actually, no, because that's a tangent. Because I was going to talk about where are the Jersey Club songs that we're disrespecting these niggas from? You talking about some watch out for the big girl. Why not watch out for the short niggas? Watch I out for the that one. niggas. Hmm? I ain't hear where that one. You know it's a um, bunch of them running around is here. It, and is that part of the song? Motherfucking if, is, it, ass. is it if she's ugly, point them out? Or is it if they're ugly, point it out? I'm if pretty she, sure. That's what she, I thought. If, she, if, she, if yeah. she's ugly, right? Okay, that's what I thought. But, like, if we want to talk about the person who made the song, like, that's your fucking shit. (laughs) Hey, man. But, like, who made that song? DJ Frost? I want to say DJ, either him or Lil Man, one of the two. But I mean, same thing. I mean, I was about to say that's the same exact person. Same thing. (laughs) But, like, it's just also our responsibility, my responsibility as a black woman to just also support my fellow black women through this whole thing that we call beauty because we're just all different and it shows 
can I just emphasize on that? Because like, I love the fact that you noted how men will really pick and choose when they want to embrace and appreciate these features. And <laughs> I couldn't see that more to be true with like, I feel like a lot of, I feel like a lot of men shame Lizzo and I don't agree with that at all, especially because more often than not, like big people really be minding their business, not bothering anybody, living in their truth, embracing their body, confidence on full 100, loving themselves, not completely independently. But for some reason, people will still make it their business to be in theirs and completely disrupt that. Why? But yet, and just try and tear them down. Yeah, but let a white woman come by who looks thick because of the fact that usually white women aren't known to be thick, at least in my experience. They'll be praising her up and down. Let her have a curve. Let her have some cellulite. I know when I know I know niggas couldn't get enough of yes jewels when they saw that she was carrying whatever she was carrying. Why? Like it doesn't make sense to me. It really doesn't. So thank you for highlighting that, Chris, because that that really kind of reminded me of something and it frustrated me. <laughs> so the funniest thing is, it's so weird how we're did I send y'all the outline though, for real? No, no, you didn't. Because y'all keep hitting the points before I get to ask the motherfucker. Raw question. dog in this. Y'all man. <laughs> <laughs> Carly, shout out to our conversation before. <laughs> Anyways, so my question was going to be, what do you think about the differences in beauty standards or expectations um, in Black, White, and Hispanic women? Um, it's unfair. It's unfair mm. as hell. I remember being younger, seeing the seeing kids that didn't look like me wearing certain articles of clothing. It didn't be cool. And I know for a fact that if I were to be in public wearing the same thing, that it would be wrong or it would be inappropriate. I don't like that beauty. And in regards to that sense, certain like certain things, certain clothing, like I really don't like that. Um, I also do feel as though like. I would say it's in our culture to have experimented with looks and adding colors to our looks, whether it be wardrobe, whether it be hair, whether it be makeup. I feel like we were the blueprint for that. And even though we were the blueprint for that, it was perceived in such a way that wasn't favorable, that wasn't likable. But let our counterparts do the same thing. Let them add purple and blue and yellow in their hair at the same time. And whoa, it's creative. It's unique. But if but when we did it, it was looked at as the opposite of that. So beauty standards in that sense. <laughs> Chris, you look like you were about to say something. <laughs> Cause it just be mad annoying. Cause I just thought of when niggas made a whole fucking I don't know if it was New York Times or whatever the fuck publication it was. When niggas the thought that room? boxer braids was boxer. How did I know? Braids was a new thing. And I'm sitting here like, you raggedy bitches. Because y'all, I did not sit in many a chair going through hours of 
not only just the braiding, but when the braider decided that they wanted to take a break to start eating and chatting mm-hmm. to their friends, if they mm-hmm. wanted to come late, if all I didn't go through all of that for y'all mm-hmm. to take this and one at an ER to the end, as if anybody decided that that was something to do. Mm-hmm. I, I'm just like, no. we, we've been here. Like, you can't tell me that white women were the ones who thought of nameplate necklaces and earrings that they were the ones that thought of the door knocker earrings like somebody quickly tell me what has a white woman actually thought of thank you thank you I rest my case. Not to mention, actually, if we if if, if we want to answer that question, but we want to be shady about it, they met they um started the trend of making challenges that mimic something that makes them look crazy at the end anyway. Because remember, oh, like, when they did that, lips? and the Kylie Jenner, Jenner lip challenge when they put like the cups and shit on their lips and they started oh, sucking and sucking God. and sucking and fucking up the blood flow in their lips, and it made mm, them have permanent stupid. duck face. Mm-mm. Or using actual products that like are supposed to plump up your lips, but finding out that they were made with bad ingredients so that they would get an allergic reaction. And next thing you know, your lips are swell up like shit. If we want to talk about it. Look, there has, and then not to mention honestly say 55% of them voted for Trump. So was it true? 55? What was it? As long as it was over zero, it was wrong. You know what I mean? To be honest with you, I cannot say in regards to like, makeup appearance like there has never been a time that i've tried to enhance something that i didn't have on my face if, yeah, if no, there's I anything i'll that. do eyelashes because i have no eyelashes but yeah i was my about to lips, say lashes but, like, yeah no, but i'm not no. about to overdraw no lips because no. it just looks weird in person it does and i get it i guess everything is beautiful to everyone cool 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 but to me as for me and my household <laughs> but now i really feel what y'all were saying because i i personally feel as though um i guess the differences in the beauty expectations between black women and white women alone um it's far more harsh for us and it's it's not as forgiving um because for instance we're expected to have certain things like we're expected to have a fat ass and hips and big titties and you know nice lips or something like that and that's all out of you know i can never say this word say it with me fet fetishizing fetishization good job class (laughs) it's all because of that but you know with a white woman it's not expected it's just kind of like a plus like Oh, it's a benefit or it's it's optional for them. You don't really expect a, a white woman to have a fat ass and hips and all of this and all of the stuff that we're expected to have. And just imagine what that can do for your psyche if you're growing up and you don't grow into that type of body. You get what I mean? I kind of feel like that's a big part to even like tie back into last week's episode. It's a big part why a lot of black, more and more black women are like opting for surgery and not even on a, a on a scale as serious as that like but look at our buy, buying power when it comes to beauty products like natural hair products um um makeup products look at our buying power like nigga yeah. you know and um I actually have a stat 
you know, I actually let's get scientific. Okay, let's get scientific about this bitch. Okay. According to highpair.com, we spend nearly nine times more than our non-black counterparts on ethnic hair and beauty products. So that just goes into what I'm saying. It's it's so unfair that I feel like it's driving us to do all of these things where you have basic ass Pam or Sally over there whose hair is frizzled and smells like wet dog and everything is fine for her. But I got you telling me I got to gel my edges down every fucking day. Like, come on. And then not to mention that a majority of that money that we're spending on these ethnic products still go into the hands of white people. Of white yeah. men. Men, men to be specific. Oh, like God. I'm looking, cause I remember like I was on, I don't know if it was Sephora or whatever. And I was just like, you know what? Let me just tickle my fancy and see who the CEOs of some of these companies are. And I'm looking like, hmm. Isn't I like know the you CEO, couldn't tell me what a BB cream is. Isn't like the CEO of Shea Moisture like a white person? Or I think a yeah, white company like acquired it, so. it, right? Okay. They sold it. Like... Mm-hmm. Even ain't Fenty Beauty the same way? Oh come on, let's not talk about our girl Re like that. Let me research this. <laughs> but you want to know something else too that always bothered me as a kid, like because you mentioned that the edges thing. Like I remember being really upset, like how <laughs> white people could always just throw their hair in a messy bun with all their flyaways and just walk outside and it'd be cool. But if I were to do that, I'd look crazy. I remember being in high school using herbal essences, not knowing shit about anything, thinking like, oh, okay, that's good. That fucked up my head. Herbal essences is not meant for this type of hair. It's not. And another thing to add, oh, I'm on a roll. It's funny that you say <laughs> white people be out here with their hair smelling like wet dog. But when you walk into Target, Walmart, ShopRite, Pathmark, any of these stores, all these aisles cater to nothing but white and, oh, and not to me- mention, not to mention, <laughs> it be the first shit you see when you walk into so set. You can't go sense. like it's Hold it's on. it's the products. It's right there. Know, there's way too you. many white products out there for people to not, for them to not be taking care of themselves in the ways that they need to. They don't even <laughs> wash their legs, so I don't even understand it. But let me tell you, you guys see the neighborhood I live in, right? It's majority white, so. I went to Target, I think it was like maybe two weeks ago now. And I'm like trying to get something for my hair. Like, cause I'm like, shit, I ran out of my, um, I don't know what product it was, but it was, it wasn't like fucking Murray's ed- edge wax or beeswax or something where it's like, you probably gonna have to go to a beauty supply store for that. It was like, you know, a basic ass natural hair product, bitch. I scoured the whole target and this target i swear to god it was like ikea it was set up where you have to walk through everything just to get to where you need to be so me and Devonte, obviously because who else is going to be with me at any given time we're walking around target i'm like nigga did they just not put a natural hair section in this and he's like well you know where you live you see where you live what do you what you gonna say i was like nah I walked through the la- literally the last aisle before the exit, and the littlest nook of the aisle was about three rows of natural hair products. And it wasn't even, a, it, was, it was literally like, oh, are these the expired products from last season? Just throw it on the shelf, whatever. I'm just like, yo, that is crazy. Yep. 
We have to be so mindful of all this kind of shit because when you even look at like how their beauty and skincare and hair care products are marketed, I haven't seen so many scents and flavors for something that like a white person is able to use and it'll still be beneficial to their hair growth and their skin clearing and all this kind of stuff. But God forbid I use one drop of one ingredient in my hair or on my skin and bitch, it's Rocky Road on my face. And it's like, you could put fucking the the sand from the Jersey Shore into these bitches exfoliators and all of a sudden they come out looking like crystal clear and I'm like uh, 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 how are you putting watermelon extract on your face how are you doing all of this kind of stuff and like and nothing is able to and y'all just don't use it like there was really a whole (laughs) period of time when People said that, like they said that they don't wash their legs, which means that was so. If disgusting. you wash your feet, you bypass half of your body you to know, go down to your feet. At this point, at, at that point, now that we're talking about this further, I'm offended. I'm offended at the <laughs> fact that, yeah, I'm personally offended. You heard I'm that right. Run it back. I'm upset and I'm offended. I'm offended at the fact that these major retail stores house all these products specifically catered to that demographic. And that demographic doesn't even utilize the products. They don't even, like, it's what's really the rude. point? It, it is it's rude. The privilege for because me. It's, it's the privilege me, for it me. It is. It is. Because let me tell you something. If there was more, if there was more space for for these stores to house products that are meant for us, I'm pretty sure we would be selling out. We would be using them all, buying it all, like nobody's business. The shelves would be empty. Like we would be frustrated because there would never be things in stock for us because we would be too busy buying them. But you see these other stores and they don't rotate the products because they're not being sold. <laughs> like. And then not to mention, right, like they'll do a marketing scheme where it's like, oh, we're doing like a Black Lives Matter or a or a oh black sale and you can get only one brand on sale. I'm like, there's about 50 brands that I could have chosen from and it'd be the one brand that y'all just know of because it has a white CEO. And I'm like, I, I don't want Shea Moisture. I want, I want Camille Rose, or I want um, black girls. Uh, I want black girls um, sunscreen. I want mm-hmm. these other black products, but because you're so brainwashed, and only because you know Shea Moisture, because Shea Moisture is the most mainstream black um, skin, hair and skincare product that you just don't even do your research as a company. Like, don't make an ethnic. Uh, ethnic section, which makes me want to roll my eyes in general. Oh my god! Have it be yeah. fifty to sixty percent Shea Moisture. Have forty percent be other brands. But then when it's time for you to market your whole thing as, oh, we care about black people, let's do a sale. You only want to do this one brand, as if you don't have other brands that other people still buy. Like that should really be pissing me off. Because to be honest, I don't even use Shea Moisture really. So Neither it's do like I. the share, like the sales don't mean anything to me. Like I use. other products and like we like if you're gonna be all inclusive with black people and shit like that then be inclusive with all of the black products especially the ones that are black owned don't just do the ones that are popular amongst 
like what you believe is black people. Like do the black owned shit too. I'm sorry, you know but crazy. Oh. Mm-hmm. no, sorry. I was just gonna say, like, Shane Moisture being sold like that, like it uh, to me, it lost its credibility. Credibility. I don't trust it. I don't. They I don't change the formula. See, there you go. So yeah, I definitely stopped using that once I realized. I was like, oh hell no. You but know, you know what's funny? Yeah, it's it didn't. It was working for my hair, and then at a point, I was like, yo, what the hell is this? Like, I, it's not working anymore. Formula definitely changed, and it was like for several products. So, but whatever. But you know what's funny, Chris? Like to your point, that literally screams Target because that experience that I had in that Target, I'm like, yo, every time you pop on the TV, tar- um, Target talking about oh, um, the Black Beauty or the Black Dollar, Black Lives Matter, and Black this and Black that, and there's so many like ethnic commercial. I'm like, okay. I go to Target though in white ass town of New Jersey, where is all of that energy? You're you, profiting off of it. But you where know where they have it? They energy? have it in the clothing section where they have that black t-shirt with the white font saying Girl. Rosa Parks, Malcolm X, Martin Luther King Jr. Fred. Let me tell you how. <laughs> Let me tell you how. I almost they might as well have told me, bitch, go downstairs to the basement if you want to get your deep conditioner. Like I was like, oh my God. I really had to walk and literally, it was the smallest section I have ever seen. I was like, this is insulting. This is so insulting. Mm-hmm. I remember what the product was now. It was my deep conditioner. It was the, um, you know that hair mayonnaise? Oh, I got some at my house. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that That's should be what working. I deep conditioner, so. That should be working. Um, it was that. And you know, like, you can find that at, like, your local store. It doesn't have to be at the beauty supply store only. You're not going to find, you probably won't find it at Sally's, but you can find it at ShopRite. You can find it at Target. Like, and I always buy it from there. So that's why I was so confused. Cause I'm like, this is crazy. Y'all niggas just had that emotional ass commercial supporting black lives and black beauty and catering to black makeup brands and all of this stuff. But where is, uh, okay. they be so fucking lazy they really be lazy all all of these people are fucking lazy it's like you go into any store you go to any ceo any like marketing agency and you ask simple questions like can you name three beauty products that are owned by black people can you name three black influencers who have made their own product at sephora can you do all of these kind of things and they're stuck Mm-hmm. It's very, very fucking lazy. I'm not asking you to give me the encyclopedia of all of the black people. I'm asking you to give me three names, and you can't even do that. Like, if I even ask like a random white person down the street, even give me one product, they can't do that. But I, I could give you at least ten of yours. It's, it's really the privilege because it's, it's, it's crazy to be, for them to be so lazy in this day and age where you can clearly see what's leading and what's what, as I was saying before, the black dollar is so powerful. Like imagine if we all pulled out, like if we, I think there was like a blackout day on social media when there was like, don't spend any money or some shit. Like imagine if we were to collectively as a whole do that. They know that. But the fact that they're so lazy is just so brazen to me because it's just like, yeah, we're still going to do what we're doing and we're still going to push these products to you and you're still going to buy it, niggers. Like, that's dead ass what they be saying. And we just be buying it. Yeah. You know something that kind of like 
just came to mind. Are y'all familiar with any, um, I don't even know how to word this question, but you know, we have like Walmart, ShopRite, Wegmans, Whole Foods, Trader Joe's, right? That caters to that particular demographic. But you know, in the hood, there's also some like Spanish supermarkets too. Like in Plainfield, I know there was one that my mom loved to go to. Mm -hmm. Are there any particular like black supermarkets that y'all are familiar with back in Jersey? Like y'all know there are Spanish supermarkets. Yeah. I know there's some in New Brunswick too. Like there are some Spanish supermarkets, but like, are there any particular like black ones? I I wonder. I mean, I know Nigerian. We have like our Nigerian markets here. So oh yeah, okay, okay, good. Yeah. Okay, that's what I want to hear. Okay, I just want to make sure at least yeah. we have something. You know what I mean? Because I was like, wait, I can't recall if there's anything that that, that I've ever been to that was like primarily just for us you know what i mean off the record honestly guys we just need to have a fucking revolution that's the end point that i'm trying to make to y'all kirk franklin what the fuck is it. we about to do for this hmm? Kristen, can you, you please? send out the e-bike <laughs> because we gotta do something no like you, you said, said it. If, only, <laughs> if only we could pull all of our monies together and literally fund the revolution like you said I think Bitch, it's only you on a billboard. I'm not rich. Oh. Yeah, we're not rich. Yeah. We're we gonna pull together funds. Like you could, you could please, 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 please. No, no, no. But um, I guess to wrap everything up, I have one final question for you guys. In the vein of you know discussing having such an introspective discussion about beauty, I did want to ask you guys: When do you feel the most beautiful? Ooh, I like this question. Um, when do I feel the most beautiful? You know, as of lately, those moments have been coming more often. I will literally be because because you know because of the pandemic and you know not really um going out much. I know some women use utilize that time to get creative with their looks and experiment with different uh, makeup products and such like that. I didn't for like several months. <laughs> I did not touch my face. I was not beating my face. I almost, the one thing that people compliment me on the most, I damn near forgot to do. I almost forgot how to do my eyebrows. Like I was not playing with my face at all. So again, just branching off of that, there will be times where I would look in the mirror fresh off of washing my face or fresh off the wake up where I would just be looking up. I'd be like, yo, I'm really pretty right now. Like, damn, Carly, I'm asleep. Like you, you got a cute natural face. And then of course, other times when, because of the fact that I had went so long without playing in makeup, um, reminding myself that, yo, you really do got a bit of an art with the hands when it comes to these products. Again, putting on a full face, I'd be like, yo, I forgot I look like this when I make an effort. You're pretty, you're pretty too. Like, you know what I mean? So those moments have been coming a bit more, uh, a bit more often for me um, in regards to like feeling beautiful and catching myself in those moments. I definitely agree. I swear to God, this pandemic, I stopped doing my makeup. And especially once I like slowed down on recording for my YouTube, because you know, I was doing makeup for that. Yes. Mm -hmm. But once I stopped, I was like, Bitch, I think it was literally, it was the week we went to um, Queens. I tried to do my makeup that day. I was like, 
It was said, so Yo, I don't know what I'm doing. Like, Bitch. I feel crazy. <laughs> okay, full transparency. I had anticipated doing a full face with you. I think we were even talking earlier that day. We were mm-hmm. like, let's do a beat face, but like casual clothes. Chill on you know the what outfit. I mean? Yeah. Word. And then you saw how I, <laughs> I, did, a very, said, like, um, I did a very light, you go, light you face. You go ahead and do your full foundation, bitch. You did the full thing and it was mm, mm, mm. beautiful. No, but even in that, like you were saying, I I learned how to feel more, I guess, or how to accept my natural beauty more. Like literally the other day, I got out the shower and I was like, because I, I have this thing where I put like all my products in the bathroom and I'll just like sometimes bring my clothes in there and my towel because why the fuck not? Like, So I spent like 15 minutes just in the mirror just looking at myself. I was like, God damn bitch. You, you know, were, you were naked, right? Hell yeah, I'd be doing that too. That that was, and then I went that to was my, my answer. Like, and then I went to my big mirror. You know, I have the big, I went in there and I said, oh, hell yeah, bitch. Nice and moisturized. Mm-mm-mm. I think everybody like, should incorporate that to their after shower routine. Just take yep. some moments, drop the towel, and just look at your fine ass, naked ass, full body self in the mirror. Just no, do that. That's literally what I was gonna say because, like, um, like unfortunately, I can't really relate to you guys like with the whole makeup stuff. Like my natural, like everyday, like even my going out face is just like my face, like. I appreciate makeup to no end. I watch makeup tutorials. Why I decided I don't want to get up one day and just put some stuff on my face, I don't know. But like, this is just my face like all the time. But like when I feel my most beautiful is like just when I just continue to reaffirm that like my face is okay. You know, like I don't have to do the beat face in order to make myself feel beautiful. Every time I reaffirm myself that I'm walking out of the door and I feel okay with my presence walking out of the door, that's a way of being beautiful. But like Carly just said, like sometimes like when you just be getting out of the shower, especially like post moisturize, post and also also post wax. Girl, you cannot tell post shave, post wax. You can't tell me. I could have a paper bag on my face. You can't tell me anything. I am. I've been doing that as myself. I'm that ass. When I tell you that happened to me this past weekend, I was like, if I could experiment with myself, I would. (laughs) Because like, there's no way that like because. I remember there was this one time, like, not on no creep shit, and, like, shout out to my girl Melissa, because that's my waxer. Like, there was this one time that, like, I saw what she did, and I was like, bitch, like, are you an artist? Because, like, I don't know how you can get it, like, that precise. So pretty. Like, I couldn't do this. Like, I don't know, bitch. When I when I made the transition from shaving to waxing those years ago, I was like, why was I mm-hmm. ignorant? all these years Mm -hmm. I feel like God I feel like another thing that goes into making me feel like my most beautiful self is when I take time with myself like not you know the self-care shit that too but just like slow like even if it's rubbing my lotion in just like Mm -hmm. slowly after the shower or something Mm -hmm. or like if I spray a nice perfume very personal and yeah put my jewelry even if I'm just sitting in the house like Quite frankly, 
it's it's a wonder that I have a shirt on, but I'm on camera, so I guess I have to have one on. Bitch, so you know I'm what I so mean. Like, I'm naked yes. in the house and in the house naked. Exactly. Yep. Like just walking around, Ooh, just, just slapping around, just out. That's it. My, <laughs> one of my shits is on the fucking Hudson River, once on Sunset Boulevard in California. My shits be out. Yo, wait. Did somebody make like a flapping sound just now? <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. I'm not even gonna wrap this up poetically. Like this is gonna be We did it, guys. We made it to the end. <laughs> when you start hearing flapping titties, you know it's time to log off. No, ma'am. I'm about to pee myself. So that's the episode this week, guys. I hope you guys enjoyed it. This was a great episode. I love this. You really surprised us. Thanks, guys. I have no, no idea. What I'm not gonna lie. About. I have a. I'm really proud of you because I really thought that we were not gonna be talking about beauty today. I was fully prepared to not talk about beauty. I was fully prepared to be a liar today. I was fully prepared yeah, to too. do all of that. Yeah, but me too. You really had. A, are you okay, Carly? I was doing the, you know, the, the bow job Because <laughs> I thought that's what we were gonna talk about. You thought we were gonna talk about sucking dick? Well, dick in general, and then umbrella terms, sucking it. Touching it, seeing it, appreciating it. Speaking of appreciating dick, so the reason why I was able to come up with this topic was, you know, I went to my soundboard again because, again, nobody cares about what I have to say on a day-to-day basis. <laughs> so I went to Devontae and I was like, oh my God, I don't know what to talk about for the episode because Carly made me go and get on the mic and promise these motherfuckers we're going to talk about beauty oh for the next God. three episodes. <laughs> so I was panicked, but um, it was, see, this is why it's important to have someone who you could just talk to. He's the actually... unofficial fourth member of the podcast. Remember. Heavy on the unofficial. Heavy, unofficial. Unofficial, bold, underlined, italicized. <laughs> no, nah, but that, that picture, that picture, that, that, picture In... that me you and him had was mad cute, Carly. You can't even say I told him. I, to, I literally told him. I was like, you might as well go add it to the, your little group chat. Since you got all these group chats with all my friends. Bitch. Was this at your housewarming party? Yes. Did you not see it? She I was did. not mentally Wait, present. Wait, no, I she haven't was... been on Instagram today. That's the thing. I haven't really been on. I'll check it out. It after. was in the... Just leave it alone. Oh. Kristen. Oh, it was in the... Okay. My bad. I haven't really been on my phone. I'm sorry. Okay, I'll check after. I think I sent that at like 12 o'clock, 1 o'clock, maybe. <laughs> I had my it's interview today. I had another interview today. I've been like... I was, I was doing an interview. I was napping. <laughs> I was outside. I was booked and busy. Unlike you jobless bitches. No, jobless not, not, that's so... That's so not even... Please get, please get, you get um, one, you get one billboard and forgot. No, get, get me off this mic. Please get Carly me off this said, mic. The only no. time I look at my phone please. is to make money, bitch. Don't yeah, If you're not coming... If it's not money move, it's not a move. Let me check my Dodge coin. Do you see her shitting on us? Do you see her shitting on us? Let me check my Dodge coin. <laughs> but I'm not gonna lie. I'm, I'm, I'm in. I'm in the stock shit too. But like, I'm not in like the rich bitch stocks. You in the rich bitch stocks because you got that whole. You probably. You probably created the shit. So you probably making the money off all of us silly niggas that are buying it. So <laughs> you know, ultimately, I don't mind because I just had this conversation with Devontae and his sister the other day. When it comes to my circle, whoever the fuck makes it first, salute. Just know, nigga, turn around and make sure you give some back to us just a little bit. Because I know the type of people that I hang around, 
one of us is going to make it, is bound to make it soon enough. And I'm saying whoever makes it first, because I know everybody out here about to eat. I don't hang out with broke bitches, even though Carly looks at me as a broke bitch. Yeah, clearly. You know what? I was actually going to say, like, upon us acquiring that, it's just natural for, for natural for me to want to elevate people around me in my circle mm-hmm. because being that one person who made it around other people who haven't yet doesn't seem very fun to me. Like, I can't make it and not no, at least provide opportunities. On, I feel like it's dependent upon the circle that you have, though, because it can be like, all right, say, for instance, if if you make it first and then me and Kristen is just out here player hating like that, it's not going to be fun for you, but we're going to celebrate you. So it is going to be fun for you because we're celebrating you because we know we're going to make it too. And you're going to celebrate us. You get? Oh, okay. Okay. So I was looking at like the player hating standpoint, like that's not fun to deal with. And we so don't make friends with people who play or hate over here. Player no, no. What song was that? Play a hater by a uh, biggie. Okay. Just making sure. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. Um, this this is enough. I need to go continue smoking. Y'all got wine? Really have to be. Um, yes. I'm actually. Chris would be so happy. I'm actually sipping on a riesling. Hello. Phew. Y'all don't see my my eyebrow wipe, but whoo. I was gonna. I was actually looking. I I knew for a fact that tonight I wanted a white wine. It was between riesling and pinot grigio, but I was like, you know what? I know Chris put me onto Rieslings. I know when I'm with her, I usually sip on that. So let me get Riesling. So I got Riesling. What brand? That doesn't matter. Is it the blue bottle? No, it's not Relax. I love Relax though. I was thinking I just, about getting Relax. I just, I just wipe the, I wipe the is sweat it, back onto my brow. Wait, is the brand? Wait, is the brand called Relax? Like, is that the name of the wine company? Yeah, I don't know. Okay, yeah. I wasn't sure. I was like, is that just like a, like you know whatever oh just like a statement to yeah like yeah i was like is it really called relax riesling wine (laughs) (laughs) so what brand bitch we're trying to do wine of the week oh it's barefoot you know barefoot holds me down i'm not i'm not a wine i just i just i just feel like we're in the year of 2020 plus one year Right. And I just feel like I've known you for quite some time now. Just just a little bit of time now. And I just feel like you you're a rich bitch now. You're on a oh, billboard. You're oh you're doing all of these grand things. You should be teaching me about the Rieslings. You know I'm, what I mean? I'm flabbergasted right now. I'm quite literally flabbergasted. <laughs> I, the fact that she's even on this call with us is just please we better start doing wine of the week in the beginning so that we know how this episode is gonna go yeah <laughs> i'm done please okay who's out Chris, who what are you on? drinking oh she's drinking wine this week yeah i am i'm drinking wine everyone um my wine is called be lovely oh it's- that's cute yeah, I mean, I think it was a really nice touch to go with today's theme. It's called Be Lovely. It's a Riesling from Washington State. So if you want to try that out, you can try that out as well. And I think the packaging is really, really cute. It has some little script on it or whatever. 
So mm-hmm. pick yourself up a bottle. I think I saw you with some wine as well, Ugo. I don't know if I was seeing things. Oh, you mean that over there? Do you see how aesthetically ah, cool Okay, Il Duca with the little <laughs> flower pot yep. shit over there. You wow, rich bitch I'm energy. I'm an influencer. You see I'm it? About rich bitch in. energy. I'm about to move in. Clearly, no, obviously. But yeah, I have Il Duca. Um, yeah, it's a sweet red. You know, that's all I really like, to be honest. I love that. Mm-hmm. Well, everyone, that's it. We're going to be um, wrapping this up because I'm sure we all want to go do other things. So, Chris, take it away. Um, I've made the executive decision to not say all of the stuff that I normally say. Find us. <laughs> Find us. Because if you care enough, if you got to this point, you would care enough to find us. So just find us. We're not Not that hard to find. If you know the name of our podcast, you will be able to find the podcast and all three of our Instagrams and Twitters and everything. So please just find us. Um, Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. I'm going to leave you with this one quote. If you don't like my black ass, you can kiss my black ass. And then that is the that on that. Pew!